Welcome to the Mosh Pit, your home for unsigned punk, rock, and metal artists, where your music goes to be heard. Cognate souls, seek and ye.
Welcome to the Mosh Pit. It's your host, Wes Everett. I am here with the awesome band Fury from the UK. How are you guys doing? Very well, thank you. How are you? Doing good, doing good. Enjoying another beautiful day, like always here in my studio. <laughs> nice. So what have y'all been up to? Let's just go ahead and start there. Well, uh, we recently <laughs> uh, put out a, a new album uh, called Born to Sin uh, on March the 18th. And then, uh, yeah, almost immediately sort of went on tour in the UK, um, sort of trying to play everywhere, really. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, we, we just, we've got sort of dates booked up um, for the rest of the year at the moment. So, yeah, pretty busy just uh, trying to promote the album and, yeah, trying to play everywhere possible, both in the UK and in Europe as well. Nice. Do y'all have any, um, what's, what's your next show coming up? What's, what's on <laughs> the game plan? The next show coming up is a bit of a funny one, actually. Uh, it's the Brixham Pirate Festival uh, down in uh, uh, Brixham in Devon. Um, so a bit of a, a, a unique show. But, I mean, uh, so I, I'm pretty obsessed with the, the sea boats, pirates, and all that sort of stuff. Um, and we kind of we got that right really through. I mean, when we um, made the last album, we had a ballad on it called Fond the Lonesome Tide, which is all to do with, you know, seafaring and, and stuff. Um, and we went and shot a video down in Brixham on a hundred-year-old fishing boat, um, which, yeah, we, I, I had a contact because I, I went sailing years ago and he just happened to have a boat. And so he, he came and he let us uh, come and um, shoot a video on his boat. So that's how we, how we kind of really made the contact down there. And we put the video out. And because it's quite a sort of close-knit community down there, so everyone was sort of talking about it. And then we got the offer through to come and play the, the, the Pirate Festival, which they have every year. So I'm, I'm, I'm extremely excited about that. So it's a bit of an unusual one, but it's, uh, that should be, uh, should be a great show. Dude, that's awesome. Also a huge Pirate fan here. So. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> We're all going to be guest stars. We're going to play some sea <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I've actually got, uh, just off camera, I've got a huge uh, battle flag, Pirate battle flag. <laughs> I kind of use it to hide all my technical stuff just to make it look cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, so I've got a, oh, I was gonna say in uh, in, my, in my bedroom I've got uh, a big uh, was it um, time flies when you're having rum and like skull and crossbones thing and a bottle of rum and all that stuff. No, I hate it. <laughs> uh, very cool. <laughs> very cool, man. Uh, let's talk about this album. So I'm guessing you guys were working on this during the pandemic. Yeah, um, it's to be honest, from sort of day one of, of um, lockdown in the UK, which was March, the, I think, 23rd, um, 2020, um, I, I was just sort of, you know, writing and, and demoing stuff. Um, I don't know, it was sort of like, okay, well, here's, at the time, it was kind of like, oh, we've at least got, you know, a couple of months where we've got nothing else to do, really. I mean, this was even actually before the grand prize came out. So the grand prize came out um, was it the 2nd of April, was it? Yeah. Mm. 2020. Um, and we went to lockdown weeks before that. So obviously all our touring plans were canceled. Um, we still decided to go ahead, obviously, with the album launch of the grand prize. But yeah, as I said, from day one, it was sort of like, okay, well, you know, I, I don't have you know many plans for the foreseeable future uh, other than obviously trying to promote, you know, the new you know, the grand prize online sort of thing. So it was like, okay, well, let's let, let's just write. I mean, songwriting is kind of what I do, really. It's just, you know, I love it. Um, so it was okay. Well, you know, try and write. And at the top, the first of all, it was like, okay, yeah, get enough stuff, you know, for another album without any real plans, obviously, to release it because we haven't even released the previous album yet. Yeah? Um, but yeah, and uh, it, you know, I, I did a load of demos over the course of what ended up being, like, you know, just over three months of lockdown. Um, and then, yeah, with, with, with a few more coming sort of a bit later on. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I can't remember exactly when it was that we decided that, you know, we were going to go ahead and release or, you know, record another album. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad we did because what it meant was, you know, this year when we've really you know, seriously got back to gigging, mm-hmm. um, we've had something else to, to push and to promote. And that, that bit of extra buzz that comes with releasing an album because I think when we released the grand prize, you know, it was different, obviously releasing an album, they're not going in and gigging anywhere. Um, but I think, you know, obviously over the course of a year or so, um, you know, that, that buzz dies down a little bit. So then releasing another new album, you know, I think it was really kind of revved that back up. Uh, excuse the pun. GFM, Honest Tape. 
awesome though. That is awesome. Um, speaking of the min- the music and the venues, live shows, uh, how are they looking right now for you guys as far as a whole for the music groups? Um, like- they've been good, yeah. Yeah, the, the turnouts have been great and uh, yeah. we've found it actually reasonably easy to, to plan the tour. Um, I guess because we had so much time to, to do that, we kept moving it back and um, it, we ended up moving. Uh, so the, the dates we had in April 2020 for the grand prize, we moved one year uh, and then and that seemed like quite a lot to move by because we thought we were going to go into lockdown for only a few months. Then we moved it another year completely. And, and that seemed like overkill. But I'm glad we did it because it, it coincided with the album launch and mm-hmm. it, we had so much time to book in as much as possible. I mean, it's still been like a bit of a scramble because every other band in, on, in the country is trying to book the same dates as well. Oh yeah. Um, they're all trying to play catch up, but you know, it's uh, it's made it a really busy year, which is, is great to just be able to like, we've got dates everywhere. We're playing all over the country. You, those fans have no excuse not to see us. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we'll be playing within like a two hour radius of where you live. <laughs> nice, nice. Looking forward to it. <laughs> um, now, Becky, you're with um, Hands Off Gretel as well, right? Yes. Are y'all still doing, are y'all still booking, touring or anything right now? Or is it uh, on at hold? The moment, no, no. We no. So decided to take this year off um, okay. because we're working on the next album. So the third album is, go- is like being demoed at the moment. Um, oh. And so, and also Lauren's got her other project, Delilah Bond. And so she was like, well, I could tour um, the Delilah Bond release for a year and also work when I'm at home, I'll work on the Hands Off Gretel album. And that works out really well for me because it meant that Fury had a full year of just like book whatever because there's no clashes, it's fine. Yep. Um, because, you know, before we'd had times where like the, the Hands Off Gretel EP came out the week before the Fury album Grand Prize was meant to come out. So it, <laughs> they were meant, that wasn't meant to happen. Like they were meant to be spread out, but things yeah. get, getting pushed back and so i'm glad we we managed to have this time without a clash but yeah we are working on demos so hopefully next year uh we'll have an album at least in in the process of of coming out and we'll probably be gigging again by then oh very cool very cool have y'all ever toured together well the two bands together yeah (laughs) (laughs) actually I'm, i'm sure there's been like festivals where both bands have appeared but i think that was a even before I was in either of the bands. But yeah, so no, I mean, you know, they're quite different music styles. I mean, yeah, there's definitely festivals that would suit both. But um, I think in terms of a tour, I, d- I don't really know <laughs> if that would work out. There you go. Um, getting back to Fury, uh, back to this new album what what do you guys feel is your best song on the album the one that you're looking forward to releasing the most oh uh wow that's a difficult question um, i think we'll all have different answers yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've, got, I've got 10 different answers no. uh, i know you go first i don't know oh so my favorite song on the album is sunrise um, I really love the way, like, there's harmonies on like nearly every song, but the way that the harmonies stack on Sunrise are really satisfying to perform, and they're really fun to record. And so we haven't, we actually haven't performed it yet. No, so not I'm, I'm really, yeah. oh, wow. <laughs> Very cool. I, I, it, you know, I should imagine it's the sort of thing where we'll, we'll, we'll do, you know, uh, you know, a few months of this one, and then we'll probably try and change it. And yeah. Probably put it in at some point. And then Sunrise will be. For <laughs> <laughs> uh, me, I don't know. Um, I really like the song uh, "Who Who Are You? Who Are You?" Um, I think because uh, probably because it, it, it's very much about um, seeing people again and, and uh, after lockdown and all that sort of stuff. So it's very poignant, I think, to go out and play that song that is about you know it was written at a time where it was sort of almost daydreaming looking forward to seeing people again and playing gigs again and, and seeing all these familiar faces again um and so to get out now and, and go and play that you know obviously in front of these people it's it's you know it's a very poignant so probably yeah. that one um for me i think possibly it's rock and roll because i don't know when we first started like when i 
first hearing the riff, I was like, oh yeah, this is a really cool one. And it's such a fun song to play. It's very like Motorhead inspired. And um, uh, yeah, and then when I heard like the final lyrics to it, I was like, oh, that is so cool. Like it's all about, you know, covering like heavy metal for the first time and like the whole like buzz around being excited for a show. And, uh, you know, that, that feeling you have when you're a teenager and you're discovering the music that's gonna you're gonna you decide you're gonna base your whole personality around this yeah. genre. <laughs> um yeah it's kind of about that and so uh yeah I, I really hope that people listen to the lyrics and and get it and you know relate it's mm -hmm. <laughs> good it's, you know it's, it's saying i can write some decent lyrics without writing nonsense about space and dragons and... <laughs> that's cool man that's awesome um as far as venues go for where y'all are playing, do you have any favorites that you guys love the most? Oh, definitely. Um, of our recent shows, uh, a venue called the Waterloo in Blackpool. Ooh, oh um, it, it's more of a, I don't know, all sorts of bands come through there, but like I can see it's kind of more of a punk venue. It's definitely it's very rock and roll. And like they've got a, what they call Lemmy's Bar and they've got loads of like motorhead memorabilia. They've got like uh, a Rickenbacker up on the wall. They've got his boots, yeah, they got some of his boots. They've got like one of his amps, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, it's yeah. like Marshall Stack and uh, just like all, everything's just like big tribute to Lemmy and Motorhead. So yeah, uh, it sounds like I've just been going on about Motorhead. Yeah. <laughs> but, but you know, also the venue is just like great, great sound, great stage. Um, the management are lovely and and yeah, they looked after us really well. The bands can stay upstairs, which there's free parking. There's, there's none of the bullshit that like a lot of like playing in cities um gives you a bit of a headache about like this place is just the real deal every band should should play there at least yeah. once absolutely yeah it was um it was it was my first time playing on on, on the store um and yeah i yeah i can absolutely I, you know can't wait to go back it's an incredible venue um you know but i mean it's, it's difficult because each venue like is, is good for different reasons um so another venue that was great to go back to was bannermans up in edinburgh um just you know it, it's like we've played there a bunch of times and obviously but we've been away you know w with the pandemic and all this sort of stuff i think for like four or five years you know we haven't played there now yeah 2017 so yeah and going back there and you know it's a great place and it's always just such an incredible atmosphere there yeah. um people are amazing uh even the, the danish people that you know came over just for a day trip and uh, <laughs> <laughs> we ended up drinking with them till like three or four in the morning <laughs> um but yeah and then and, you know seeing so many familiar faces then and it's just it's an incredible place so yeah that's another one for me no i don't know you picked the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the two where we we partied the hardest <laughs> <laughs> um trying to think of another one um tell you where i really like um Sub 89 in Reading. That was cool. That yeah, had a fantastic yeah. stage. And I always appreciate a good stage and a good yeah. drum riser as well. <laughs> so, obviously, I don't play drums, but I love to jump off. So, <laughs> so having that on stage and having all the space to run around and like, interact with each other was fantastic. But yeah, that, that one in particular was really fun to play on top of, you know, yeah. the Waterloo. You back the symbols a bit in the. I do, I do. Yeah. The certain yeah. song where I get given the sticks, I get the symbols. <laughs> it's my favorite part of the set. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, there's nothing beats a really good stage, enough mm. room to actually interact with the audience, and you're not, you know, running into the bass player and the guitar player. And... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. And, and, and obviously, yeah, the sort of the, the kind of the, the, the level we're at, like, it obviously varies a lot, but you know. It, it can go from yeah something like sub 89 where there's like massive amounts of room yeah and you know i always you know i do feel more sort of you're more comfortable then because you know you've got you know space to, to, to move and to go and then you know and you can interact with obviously different sort of bits of the crowd at a time and um but there is also something to be said you know when you are all packed in and it's, yeah. it's quite tight and it's and it, yeah it's very rock and roll isn't it? and you've got the crowd like right there in front of you and it's mm -hmm. yeah there's, it's, it's a bit of a different energy but it's you know I, I love both for different reasons, yeah. You know? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. We um we went to see Fozzy one day at kind of a smaller venue, mm. and he's got this move where he jumps off his speaker and he usually gets like a lot of air. Well, <laughs> in this venue, he's like, "All right, the ceiling's right here." He's like, "I'm not gonna do it." <laughs> he's like, "I'm gonna make you think I did it, but I'm not gonna do it really big." And he just kind of hopped off. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You got you got to use the space that's available to you. Absolutely. Yeah. 
There you go. You don't want to pull a Vince Neil and fall off the stage. No, no. <laughs> you know what was quite funny is uh, we, we played a venue recently. Um, uh, where was it? Northampton, uh, Zach Prince. And um, again, fantastic stage. And um, yeah, they, they had, what's, what's quite cool is, is what I can remember, um, they had the monitors on this sort of raised kind of bit of the front of the stage. Yeah. Uh, and I sort of stood on that and I was sort of playing around and like, you know, I was like, oh, pretending to sort of like fall over, but you know, I didn't. But then, you know, when I was laughing about it, I almost actually did fall <laughs> But I didn't, I didn't, you know, I managed to, I managed to save it. So was, real uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, man. That's awesome. You got to be safe out there. Got to be safe. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't too big as to say. I was a bit embarrassed, but uh, yeah, I don't think I've broken anything. Let's let's talk about your influences. I know y'all are heavily influenced by Iron Maiden and Metallica. Um, who else are some that you know your fans may not pick up on that y'all are influenced by? I mean, there's you know when I think about a lot of the songs, there's there's there's, there's quite a lot really. I mean, I I like you know I say loads of different stuff. You know, um, it, it all tends to fall in the kind of pop rock metal genre sort of thing, but like. I mean, there's, you know, yeah, you know, as you say, Maiden, Metallica, Motorhead, things like this, Judas Priest. But I mean, you know, Phil Collins, uh, you know, I'm a massive Phil Collins fan. Anyone knows me as I am. Um, yeah, like the Dubliners and, and, and the folk music and, and uh, sea shanties, things like that. I mean, you know, say Upon the Bones from Tide um, is very inspired by, you know, both folk music and by, you know, big 80s ballads at the same time, I think. Um, I don't know. There's, I mean, there's some bits of Fleetwood Mac in there. Oh yeah, um, bit of Queen. Yeah, Queen. Queen. <laughs> a lot of Queen. <laughs> um, anyway, a bit of Alton John at times as well. Mm. A bit of Alton John. Yeah. And it was quite funny. Is for me, I, I can, I, you know, I, I could go through the songs. I won't now, but I could go through it and then pick like, well, yeah, that bit that's definitely inspired by this artist, and that's definitely inspired <laughs> by this artist. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah. I might have listed them all. Fury, nowhere to be seen. Submit your music at the Marshpit Stereo Sound Records.com. All submissions are welcome. You can also submit topic ideas if you want us to talk about a particular subject. Nice. Um, going into the studio, do y'all have anything, any techniques that y'all use to, I don't know, set your mind to, all right, I'm in studio, it's time to record, this is what I'm doing to prepare? I take some notes during rehearsal and then I bring my notes to my uh, recording time, um, mm. whether that's in a studio or uh, a lot of, uh, I recorded the bass for this album at home. So uh, hmm. yeah, just trying to, to clear your mind and go off the, the notes I'd made before and just, yeah, hope for the best and hope that they like it really. Yeah. <laughs> um, for me, I mean, I, I'm not a huge fan of recording. Like it, it, it's sort of like uh, the sort of I don't know. For me, it's, it's almost like the opposite of why you get into a band. You get into a band to play live, <laughs> and, and it's all about you know being live and that experience. Yep. I, I I don't I like the sort of 
clinical, sanitized, recording, especially, you know, these days. But I, I understand, you know, it, everything everything sounds incredible now. So and digital recording is crystal clear. So everything has to be spot on and all sorts of stuff. But I, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I can't say I'm a massive fan of it. So it's for me, it's like, look, learn the stuff inside out and, you know, know it you know as best you can because then you can get in there in and out as soon as possible like especially especially guitar recording like i i also hate it but like as you know it, it's it's my least favorite part of the entire process you know uh, all the time. i'm kind of glad you said that <laughs> why because my guitar's like <laughs> no, 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 no. so many Oh, you know, recording, that's what it's all about, you know, playing around the studio, making that song perfectly well. I'm on the song, oh, no. I, I hate the recording. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, you know, there's fun parts of it, and yeah. there's that kind of proud moment when it's done and yeah. we're out and stuff. Yeah. Like, it's such a long and drawn out process. Like, you're like, okay, I've recorded it now. Is it okay? Like, at what point do I feel satisfied with, with what I've done? Yeah. yeah. And then, it, you know, a few months, like six months later, other people will listen to it and you'll be like, they like it yeah. <laughs> and it's very like stressful I think. yeah whereas a gig it's just like you play it did you fuck up did you fall over it yeah maybe but who cares <laughs> like, yeah, it, it was yeah. fun <laughs> um and that's i mean that's, that, 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 sorry 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 uh <laughs> but i you know that, that's that's exactly it though it's sort of like um i don't know what i'm gonna say now uh oh go on carol oh, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> So I really like recording. <laughs> I do, I do. Um, I, I like uh, prepping for it because I find it to be a very um, group-oriented activity. I, I'm very rarely ever just in the recording studio, like on my own with um, Pete who records us. It's like us and then JJ and sometimes and JJ and Becky some as well. And I massively enjoy recording something and someone going, why don't you put that there? Why don't you put this there? And the sort of the brainchild that can come out of it. Because I would say for this album, although I planned out backing vocals exactly where I wanted them, none of them stayed exactly the same oh. throughout all of the songs. Not one of them stayed exactly the same oh, throughout wow. all the songs. As we got into the re the recording process, everyone had little ideas and they're like, why don't we put this there? Why don't we pop this harmony there? And why don't we put a lower one there? And all these like cumulative ideas just made the whole thing sound really cool. So I personally got very excited about it. Sorry that you'll hate it. But <laughs> Uh, I, I I mean recording vocals I, I think I, d I don't find a, a, as bad like I enjoy recording vocals more than guitars because I guess guitars they're just especially doing like the, you know, the, the, the rhythm it's it's very much like okay it's either right or it's wrong really isn't it like right yeah, yeah you can have you know a different um, you know chord voicing or you know something along those lines but generally it's either right or it's in time it's, it's out of time yeah. you know uh, you made a squeaky noise and that's the, I think that's, that's the most annoying <laughs> thing is, you know cause, you know you're recording you know electric guitar you're recording you know a, an amp and and yeah they're noisy things but oh you make a little squeak and it's like oh no you have to do the whole fucking thing again <laughs> um what yeah what yeah. I, I remember what i was going to say with no, um, of it's more yeah there you go <laughs> uh, <laughs> um I, I, like, like what Becky said, yeah, I enjoy, you know, when you get to the end of that process, and even if it's the end of a day's recording, and you listen back and you go, yes, that's very good. Yes, yeah, so yeah, of course I enjoy that bit, and I, I do enjoy, and I sit back at the end of it and go, you know, and I, I can look through our albums and go, you know, I'm really proud of these albums. Um, and of course I know that, you know, the majority of people are really only ever going to listen to us, you know, via recording and not necessarily at a live show. Mm -hmm. So. Yes, they're important, and you know, I, I'd say I do enjoy having got to the end of that process, and, and I'm very proud of it. But yeah, the actual process itself, I, that, that, that's the hard work for me, definitely. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, sorry if that was more. Uh, <laughs> more no, no, no. <laughs> no, it was perfect. I love it. I, I like long answers. I love in-depth answers. You know. <laughs> it's it's rough doing these interviews, and then you ask a question like that, and they go, no. <laughs> okay what do we do from here <laughs> yeah i mean that you know all, all i'll say is and, and i think it's, it's, it's well documented just learn your parts especially especially if you go into a studio and you're paying for time learn your, your damn parts you know because you, you know every second wasted is, is you know, money burning money there you go 
Not that, you know, we're not fighting right then, but... That's why I recorded at home. I'll waste my own time. Oh, man. So on that same note, would you guys ever be interested in, like, a live album? Oh, yeah. yeah that would be so much like fun. That. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> uh, well, you know, we did a kind of a live CD um, It was only like a, like a half album type yeah. thing because um, we did like a lockdown performance and uh, we got it recorded and uh, yeah afterwards we were like yeah that's pretty damn good let's uh, put it on a CD because like a lot of people haven't been able to hear us live for a long time so uh, right. yeah we put that out but we'd like to do it again I think and, yeah, yeah. Do, do, do it sort of properly, I think, yeah yeah that was a bit like it was I don't know more of an afterthought so yeah if we like, knew we were gonna hmm. put it out that's it like, like we, we kind of we have the files from this sort of live stream we said like, okay well um let's do something with them i think we, we needed some bonus tracks for um the, 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 the like a double gatefold vinyl album single oh, yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. um but uh, yeah and obviously there was a bit of extra time to fill on the vinyl so it's like okay well what else can we put on there and we thought oh well, you know we've got these little stems so let's put these live tracks on there but yeah we've 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 you know i've certainly pushed the idea of maybe a, a live album next year now it's not you know not set in stone but uh i'd like to I think the set we've got now, you know, sounds really good. If I do say so myself, um, so I think that you know, getting that documented in you know, in a lot kind of live format would be. Uh, From the pub to the graveyard, consider yourself dead.
Nice, nice. I would definitely, definitely purchase that. Oh, hold it up. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Because unless y'all are going to make it to Atlanta, I mean, I'm not going to get to see y'all live. I, I keep, we, we, we keep getting asked, actually. And it, it, it's good and very flattering, actually. You know, when are we coming to the U.S.? Mm-hmm. And the answer is, we, you know, as soon as, you know, but we need you know, people out there to, you know, to get on the phone or maybe get on the, the internet as it is now, but uh, <laughs> don't use the phone anymore. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, we, yeah, we need, uh, no, no, I mean, like, you know, obviously promoters or, you know, any festival. We, we, we need we need an in, basically. We need an in to, you know, and that, of course that involves a lot of... To America. Exactly, yeah. Uh, that involves a lot of risk from someone's point of view. So, I mean, it, it, as an example, obviously, we've started playing um, sort of regularly, sort of annually in Switzerland. Um, and that came about through the a festival organiser, obviously, obviously had seen our stuff online, really liked, you know, what we, what we do. And sent an email and said, I want to book you guys for this festival later on, you know, um, this was, what was it, 2018, I think it was. Um, you know, how much is it going to cost? And obviously we worked all the costs out um, and sent it to him. He said, yeah, willing to pay that, you know, cost out there. Now, obviously, the US is going to be considerably more, so it's, it's a little bit further. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of what we need, really. It's just someone to take a chance on, on us, basically, and say, all right, I, I really want to get these guys out there. Um, but yeah, so, but hopefully one day, yeah, fingers crossed. Hopefully one day. Yes. Well, you're on the mosh pit now. So that's, that's, it, that's, that's it, a door. Yes. That yeah. is the door. That's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> so what are your three goals for the next 12 months? What are three things you want to accomplish? Is that three each or one each? <laughs> Either way, however you want to do it. <laughs> uh, oh, next 12 months. Uh, oh, I, I want to have a successful European tour. Um, yeah. Like, we've, so we've got some dates booked. I'd like to get those, like, a few more booked in just to make it uh, a bit more feasible, a bit more affordable. Um, and, like, it's a big ask for us at the moment because we've never really toured there. We've done, like, a one-off show in Switzerland. That's the only other country, really, we've been to. Uh, we haven't gone, like, show to show. Um, and now, because of, like, Brexit and stuff it's become a lot more complicated um we we have to do a lot there's a lot more red tape involved basically and a lot more financial risk mm. um so if we can pull it off and come back and go yes that was all worth it mm. that is like a, a goal um and I think it, you know it, it, it's definitely going to happen the tour is going to happen but if we can make it actually make sense so much that we want to come back again <laughs> that would be quite an achievement I think <laughs> nice Oof. uh Ooh. Have you got one? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, next twelve months. Yeah, what's realistic next twelve months? Um, you know, maybe like a, a really good uh, tour. You know, a support slot for a bigger band. You know, Ooh. something like that. I mean, that would be quite cool. Um, you know, obviously if it's Metallica, yeah, that'd be great. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't know. Just you know, I mean, you know, even sort of like. Like Halloween or uh, Hammerfall or I don't know. I don't know what I, the problem is. I think we sort of within our sort of you know overarching genre of heavy metal. I think we sort of sway a lot from you know through the different subgenres quite a bit. So I don't know if there's one particular band that suits. But yeah, like a really good uh, like tour support that would be that would be incredible. I think I don't know. My goal for the next twelve months would be to just expand massively so like more people know us. Um, we did a pretty good job throughout lockdown um, being, uh, how do I say it, e- expanding our reach, shall mm. I say. Yeah. Um, I think because we, co- we couldn't do anything in person, everything was online. We put so much effort into it and I think we really expanded outwards. I'd love to continue that same expansion so that more and more people know us and, you know, the more people know us and like us, the more likely it is we could get to places like the US. Nice. Well, um, one thing I do offer any of the bands that I've interviewed and that we play their music, if y'all ever want to take over the page and do a live show or just do, I don't know, anything, whatever y'all want to do, yeah, it's yeah, your page, yeah. it's your whatever you want to do. Hit me up. Sounds let good. me know. Yeah, yeah. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll definitely, yeah, definitely do something like that. I think it'd be cool. Okay. Very cool. Um, last one. I'll let you guys get out of here and, uh, you know, continue on your day. Um, 
do you have any advice for any bands trying to make it in this wonderful business we call music? The all recording. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, you know, it, it's a funny thing because obviously, I mean, we're we're still sort of you know trying to climb, you know, bit by bit and uh, expand, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, but as annoying as it sounds, and, and you know. You know, in the past, I've always asked people for advice, and there's, always, there's only one piece of advice that really a lot of people, you know, in more successful bands, have, 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 have said. And it's it's a frustrating piece of advice, but it seems to be the only thing that's really rang true time and again. It's just just keep going, just keep trying, you know, keep doing it, you know, if you, you know, especially if you love what you're doing, and just just keep going. And I, I say it's a really frustrating piece of advice because you think, well. But that doesn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I, I don't know. It, it, it rings true though. Like you know, I, I feel that like at any time that you know maybe things haven't been so good. Um, and we've had, we've had a couple of like you know last few years where you know band members have left or you know we, we don't feel like we're getting the bookings that we want and all all this kind of thing. Um, you know, you keep going and there'll be a hundred, a thousand, whatever other bands that decide to call it a day. So instantly you've kind of, you've kind of raised yourself up a little bit more and a little bit more. And, and I think that's it. You just keep chipping away. And sometimes, yeah, it's, it's, it's difficult and it takes a lot of time, but yeah, for me, that's it. Just, just keep going at it. You know, if you love it, keep doing it. Yeah, I've got an idea. Yeah, yeah, go yeah. for it. Go for it. Um, if we're going to give advice, not not to talk down to anyone, but if you to give advice for any band starting up, do everything you can that you can do well. <laughs> that would be my advice. So if you can do something in house, um, with you know in the quartet or quintet or how many people are in your band do it like do as much as you can like you can post on facebook you can do these things like don't don't half-ass anything mm. but the most effort you can into everything you can do especially if you can do it well and if you can't do it well you should probably pay someone who can do it well to do it for you <laughs> i think i think no, I mean, there's something in that like i think you know when you start out you think oh we, we, we need a manager and we need this and yeah like, no, you don't not, not necessarily. necessarily like do everything you can yeah, yeah. it's exactly that point yeah, like yeah. you don't need a manager you don't need a management company not to start off with like get going as much as you can start and do have your first gig and invite your friends and family down like you mm. can start this off from scratch yourself put all the effort in and like, it will pay dividends yeah, yeah, and it's like it's kind of more like um, I've been in bands where it's like, oh, we've got some music, but we don't want to release it until we have yeah a label. We don't want to do this mm. until we have that, and like you're just waiting around forever. Like, but as much as you can do uh, again in house, like if, if you can learn to edit video, if you can learn to do like mm. artwork, it's so it's going to save you so much money. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't have to pay other people to do that, yeah. or even if you can. You know, you might pay someone else to do your big things, but if you can just do little DIY videos, people love that shit these days. Yeah. Like everyone's phone is good enough to film, um, just to film basic videos, and uh, you can make posters and artwork. You don't need to rely on someone who's going to charge you to do a lot of this stuff because people find it really cool when uh, a band is as DIY as possible. Yeah. So yeah, book your own gigs, design your own merch. Um, just yeah, do all the stuff yourself because you can't afford it. Uh, <laughs> do it. That's that's but great advice. That's it. That's it. Play to your strengths and be consistent. That's one thing that we've yeah. always said. So, you know. And, and I think as, as always, as a the general lesson in life is learn from your mistakes. Like you're going to make mistakes. You're going to make missteps. Yep. You know, but. You know, don't don't necessarily just keep doing the same thing. Okay, well this didn't go so well. So okay, why didn't that go well? You know, analyze it and then and, mm. you know build on it as always. Mm. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, thank y'all so much for sitting in on the mosh pit. Thank you. Uh, thank you for having us. Tomorrow's end. Skeleton key.